Hey everybody, welcome to Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland. A podcast all about Cleveland and fun things to do. We go exploring. And we go eat. We eat lots and we enjoy it. So join us as we share these experiences with you. And we hope that these experiences inspire you to enjoy the great city of Cleveland. Heidi, do you have any peanuts? I do. Do you have your Cracker Jacks? I do. We're going to the ballpark. Yes, we are. Not just any ballpark. Cleveland's historic league park. This weekend, we went to the Baseball Heritage Museum. Right here in Cleveland. Right in the middle of the city. Cleveland proper, Tony. Right. Who knew? I didn't. (laughs) Me neither. I had no idea this existed. I had no idea the history behind it. I had no idea Cleveland baseball played there before. Right. It was the original stadium. But also the Cleveland Rams, the football team, played there. Yeah, there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of history. Right in the middle of the city is a baseball field. And a beautiful baseball field. Oh, my gosh. It was really beautiful. I couldn't believe it. In the middle of the city was this And we were allowed to walk onto the field. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And there were people from my hometown that were there that were for a little league tournament, maybe. Do you know what they were there for? I think they were just visiting. No, I think that they were playing a tournament because there were other families and they were in baseball uniforms. The kids were. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let's get started from the beginning of our adventure to this place and stuff that we we learned. Wait, well, do we want to start at the beginning where you were... Going, trying to go through red lights and stopping at the green ones? No, our listeners are tired of hearing about what a bad driver I am. Okay, because <laughs> she tried to kill us many times. I did not. Okay, well, I think Paul and I Matt th- would beg to differ. I think there were more times that I was sitting at a green light versus charging through a red light. Okay. I feel like I had to say, that's a red light, that's a red light, that's a red light, too many times. Moving forward. <laughs> well, and then there was... Let's talk about parking, because then there was an issue with parking, too. (laughs) Yes, there was. There were no parking signs on the street, but there were arrows showing you where you could not park. But Heidi was between the arrows. That said no parking. The arrows were going in the opposite direction of where you were parking. So you could park where you were parking. So then she just decided to go on a completely different street and park on that yeah we parked on the other side street where there are no signs there's no signs and and it was street parking no fire hydrants and no driveways there was a driveway well i didn't park in front of one wait you said (laughs) you said wait is this a driveway well because the sidewalk dipped down because there was possibly an a house there at one point. It was a vacant lot. Look, when I'm looking for free tar- parking, I'm not looking to double the price with the parking tickets. Anyways, all I'm trying to say is it was unnecessary. <laughs> and all could. I'm trying to say is this place has free parking. It does. It does have free parking. <laughs> yes. And an abundance of it because you can park on the street. Just yes. make sure you park in between the arrows or on a street that doesn't have any arrows. And there were cars that were parked in between those arrows. I didn't think I had enough room. 
there was more than enough room. Well, we made it. We parked. We crossed the street safely. And this place is open. We should talk about the hours, too, since we're talking about parking. Yes. In case you want to go. Because street parking is free in Cleveland as well on the weekends or after 6 p.m. Yes. And it does say that on their website. But this museum is open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And guess how much it costs to get in? How much? Free admission. Another great historic. Yeah. Find. In in our city. Inexpensive. Right. That's free. Free parking. Free admission. Kid friendly. Educational. Kid friendly. Handicap accessible. Yes. Everything in this place is handicap accessible. Getting up into the stands for the field has a ramp. For a wheelchair. Yes. It's great. Handicap accessible, kid-friendly, free parking. What more can you ask for? Right. On a beautiful summer day. Or winter day. (laughs) Well, yeah, going into the museum itself. We went on a Sunday. Wasn't very crowded. No, not very crowded at all. But they were holding an event. So there were people preparing for that event. Because there's a place that you can rent, a space that you can rent off to the side where you can rent parties, graduation parties. They said that that's what was going on yesterday was a graduation party. But they said that they've done weddings there. The weekend previous, there was a wedding. The couple got married at Home Plate. Yes. And then their rehearsal dinner the night before was in that event space. Then they said that they did a funeral there, too. Correct. Yes. And it was actually the people that were doing the... Graduation party. Graduation party had the funeral there. Yeah, that woman said that's her event space. Yes, that's that's her go-to. She goes there for everything. She said it's wonderful. We went in there. It was a nice facility that you can rent out. It's spacious. They were actually carrying it out into... The outside area as well for seating and stuff. So you could have more people. It was a beautiful day. That was a day they could do that. It's over. One thing that I thought was cool is it's over the old tunnel where they would come out onto the field. Yes. And so they kept the original steps that lead down to that. And they have yeah, like that, a mural on the wall showing yeah, that what part, that is. That part gave me goosebumps. The sign tells you this is the stairway to the original dugout that was used by many famous ball players, And it says where legends were made. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was really awesome. And it has bathrooms in that event space as well. Multiple bathrooms. Handicap accessible bathrooms. There are changing tables in both the men and the women's room. I mean, it's a great space. If you need to hold some sort of party or event, call this place up because it seems like a great place to hold an event for Cleveland. So, and I think the wedding was people who came from Steubenville. Steubenville, yes. Yeah, he said 90% of the people that were there came from Steubenville for the wedding. Yeah, too bad they didn't 
have our podcast so that they could know where to go. Right, for Yeah, for fun things to do in Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the museum itself because we're not giving the museum due justice of what actually is the history of this place. Well, right. And and let's talk too about when you first walk in, it's gated mm-hmm. and it has Cleveland's Historic League Park. It has a historical marker that tells you about when League Park opened and it has a big giant baseball glove the old-fashioned kind yes like a big statue kind of, of yes it. and it has picnic tables around it and a canopy the windows are all they all have pictures and information underneath those pictures babe ruth is in one of those there's somebody with babe ruth isn't there yes lou gehrig yeah lou gehrig you know there's another picture showing some kids trying to look in to to watch a game there's a, a little library out there too a little free library yeah take a book leave a book library yes then also on the outside of the building is the original brick wall this is the original stadium and so you can see where you would buy your tickets from like the different ticket windows you can see in the front of the building where that is the brick wall alongside of it that's still kind of encasing this whole area that is original to the stadium and they left up the supports where the original bleachers or benches were for people to sit in the stands for the fans in lieu of the bleachers that were there they now have memorabilia of different famous baseball players that played in Cleveland. Yeah. And you and Paul were recognizing right away some of the players, like Bob Feller, uh, Cy, Cy Young. Yeah, Cy Young, Satchel Paige, Tris Speaker, Elmer Smith. So there's different players that are highlighted and featured on that original wall. And the sidewalk outside has different historic dates. Yes, and those dates are significant to League Park. You can learn about those dates inside the museum. Once you go inside the museum, that day we were greeted by Bob. Bob was very informative. Bob takes a lot of pride in that museum. Yes, he does. And he's very passionate about it. He gives you a little bit of information when you first come in and lets you know that they do take donations. The recommended donation is $10 per person. So Bob kind of took us under his wing. He like took us over. He explained a couple of things. He took us to a model kind of of the original building. Yes. And he explained what all of that was yes league park originally opened in 1891 and it shows that original building that held nine to ten thousand fans originally yes and then what he called the second incarnation 
mm-hmm. opened in 1910. The Cleveland Buckeyes were the last professional team to play there, and the Cleveland Buckeyes were an all-black team. They won the Negro League Championship in 1945, and they played there from 1943 to 1950. There's there's a lot, a lot of information. So I want to go back to the Negro League because there was a painting that was up there and it showed Cleveland players. Like, I think they just said Cleveland on their jerseys. And then there was an Eagle player. There are two players featured in this portrait that have Gray's jerseys on. There was another volunteer that was there his name was van and i asked him i said what team are the grays like what city who are they representing and he actually said that they were also in the negro league and he told me about that league that for many years those players were excluded from the baseball hall of fame that now they're recognizing that these guys had really good stats stats that would um, allow them onto the ballot, if you will, for the Hall of Fame, right? So now these players are actually being inducted into the Hall of Fame. I thought that that was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. The museum also has information about the women's league, the girls' baseball. Yes, this was near and dear to my heart because, of course, I love the movie A League of Their Own. Yes. So I thought that that was really cool because they actually do a little display on that and a little video where you can see those women playing in action and their uniforms look just like they do in the movie. Yes. I really liked this. They have a little article of a woman in uniform and the title of the article is How to Throw Like a Girl. So I really like that. Those women... In the video and that I've seen even today with the fast pitch, man, holy crap, they can really throw a ball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There was also another league, the Jewish League, that they kind of talk a little bit about. They actually wore yarmulkes on the field that were decorated like a baseball, like the stitching on the side like a baseball and that's what they wore while they played which i thought was kind of cool to see that as well yeah absolutely they have a map there that shows league park area businesses in 1912 oh i missed that yeah i thought that was pretty cool that is really cool you know why you missed it why it was on top of something and it was laying (laughs) flat That would be why I missed it. You would not have been able to see it. So the building we're in is the actual ticketing offices. Yes, I believe that's what he said. Now they use it for the museum, and they do have a little gift shop. Oh, right. Which Bob takes a lot of pride in also. Because he does the shirts, I think he said. Yes. They actually have pieces of League Park in the museum also. Doors and... I did see those. Yeah. They have stadium seating of other parks there, too. They do. It covers a lot of stuff. I mean, it's not a very large museum. Right. 
But boy, there's a lot of information there in there. And when you walk in, there's information sitting at the front uh, table when you first walk in. And there's baseball cards. They hand out free baseball oh, yes. cards. I thought that was pretty <laughs> awesome. They give out free packs of baseball cards. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Because baseball cards are hard to buy. They can be kind of expensive. Did you know since the pandemic, it's almost impossible to get baseball cards, football cards, hockey cards, like those little packs. Oh, really? Yeah. I only know because my nephews collect them. I've mentioned before in this podcast, they're so easy to shop for because they just want football cards or baseball cards. And it's really hard to buy them nowadays. So the fact that they gave them away for free there was pretty awesome. I thought... You can also join this museum for a membership. Yeah, and why not, right? Yeah. I'm saying why not because they also have events. Bob mentioned that uh, the events usually center from the books that they have for sale there. The authors will come. Oh, really? Yes. I missed all this because I was using the restroom and I came back and you were, you and Bob are having an in-depth conversation. Yes, so the authors will come and promote the books and do signings and stuff like that. Cool. They also, for the next four months, they will do sh- movie showings, baseball-related, at the end of each month. So late June, late July, late August. Late May was canceled, so they're doing it early June. Oh, okay. I love baseball movies. I do, too. Sports movies in general, mm-hmm. I really like. Me, too. And and they have other events, so check check their website. Right, like this is going to air after Father's Day, but I believe they're doing a Father's Day event there too, aren't they? They are. June 4th, from 10 to 4, they have a Father's and Family Day. The activities, some, just some of them, games and activities for children by the Children's Museum of Cleveland, free book giveaway, baseball fundamentals and group exercises, demonstrations and practices on batting, base running, hitting, and fielding. And there's many, many more activities included And didn't he say foods included too? Yes, that's the thing. They're doing this for free. Yeah. Another reason to to donate. donate. Yeah. Okay. So I was looking at the membership. It says become a member. Now, Tony, this is going to break the bank. Are you ready? All right. I'm ready. Single memberships are $15. A couple... Is twenty five dollars, and a family is forty bucks. Wow! For a membership. <laughs> and does it say what you get for the membership? Yeah. So it says that you get unlimited museum admission, twenty percent discount on all items in the museum shop, priority notification on programs, and discounts on tickets to fundraising events. I, that's that's remarkable. Yeah, and the museum. Membership makes a difference to exhibit development, programming, operations, and their staffing. So why not? Right. To support something like this that's in the middle of our city. That is actually a historic building. It's it's still part of that building is standing today. And that field that they have out there is that gets used. Be so beautiful. I know it we already beautiful. said it, but we walked out on that field and I was I was blown away. I couldn't believe how beautiful that field yes, really was. It is very beautiful. And then Tony turned around and said, Oh look, it's wheelchair accessible. And I was like, 
cherry on top. Yeah. It is so cool that this is in the middle of the city. Yes. And, and, and these activities, I'm going to say it again, the fact that they're free. Right. Why wouldn't you become a member? Right. If you have the capabilities and you're a baseball fan. For sure. Please become a member of this museum. Well, and just to bring your kids to something that's historic for Cleveland, you have no idea that this stadium even exists. It's off the beaten path, but still in Cleveland proper. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because as we were driving away, Heidi's like, we were just here. Yeah. We're we're like, we're in the middle of university again. Right. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> yeah, this is where we keep happening is yes. right in the middle of the city at that university circle. So, yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe that this gem, it's truly a gem, is just sitting right there. And Bob did say not a lot of people know that this place exists. Right. So let's get the word out there. You know, if you're going to come and visit Cleveland, this is definitely a place to come to. Again, it's free. Especially if you have kids. Right. And young kids, boys and girls, who are interested in baseball. I mean, there was that whole female league that they talked about. Right. So we're going to take a break. And we will be back after these messages. Stay tuned. If you like this podcast, we ask that you like, follow, share, or leave a review. If you visit any of the places we've talked about, Please let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. We look forward to your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. Welcome back. I'm getting hungry. You're supposed to be eating at your barbecue. We did eat at Noble Beast Brewing Company. Oh, is that (laughs) That went over my head. (laughs) Yesterday, we had really good food. It was very good food. I kind of want to go back and have a grilled cheese now. So after the Baseball Heritage Museum at Leak Park, we drove to Noble Beast Brewing Company. I deliberately looked up some place that was downtown that would be close to the park. So it was probably like a five-minute drive. Well, we gotta we gotta give Corey a shout out for this one. Oh, we do. Because he, you said he recommended it. He did. He recommended it. I didn't know necessarily that it was going to be our very next adventure, but it kind of worked out with location and distance. And, you know, we like to try the breweries. We do. Well, we have so many. Why not? I know. Cleveland does have a lot of good breweries. They're all really unique and nice. He had some other breweries that he recommended to me, too. Not just Noble Beast. Okay. He and I talked a lot about the ones um, down in Ohio City, too. Okay. Noble Beast is not that far from Masthead, another no. brewery yeah. that we had We passed it. Gone to, yeah. And today, Noble Beast is celebrating their five-year anniversary. We yes. went a day too early. We did. <laughs> Yeah, so Noble Beast is pretty cool. It's handicap accessible. There is an upper level where we sat, and that's kind of where the patio is. But I want to point out that that patio is also handicap accessible if you go to it through the door of the parking lot. Right. 
There's a handicapped parking spot parking right spot. there. Yes. Yeah. We went in from the street level, but there's actually in the parking lots how you can get to that balcony. So I thought that that was a good thing to point out. Yes. Both are accessible. Of course, if you go sit on the patio, you're going to have to go around to the lower level to use the restroom. But, but it's accessible. There's really not a need to sit on the patio. Not that it's not a nice patio. It was beautiful. There was lots of beautiful hanging baskets. But they had their garage doors open. So it was almost like inside, outside anyways on that lower level. So on the upper level was all these colorful hanging baskets. On the lower level were these beautiful vines that were just kind of draped over and hanging down. I really did enjoy that. You know me, I love good greenery. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like an industrial building. So why not add the greenery to kind of you know, make it more beautiful. Yeah. The building itself was really cool. I thought, I thought they were old train tracks that they were using, but it was a machine shop. Yeah. He said that, yeah, the building they used uh, as a machine shop. And at one point the army was in there. Yeah. That's what he said. But they left those up, those steel tracks. They uh, left those up. Yeah. That was really cool. In the ceiling there. Yeah. Oh, the one thing that our server told us, Mike, I believe his name was. Yes. He told us that they do a rotating menu. He said that because of the picnic that they're doing today to celebrate their five-year anniversary, they're bringing back some of the customer favorites that they've had throughout the years. The chef specials, if you will, that the customers are requesting for this anniversary. And I also saw a sign in there about desserts that the chef kind of rotates desserts out as well too so and we didn't have dessert we didn't not there we didn't yes because i mentioned something to the table my table you matt and paul about getting dessert but we wanted to get custard at a local establishment so that's where we went and we can talk about that after we're talking about our food Yes, Rosati's. drinks. They have a help yourself to water and... Condiments. Condiments. Mm -hmm. So we got some ketchup. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, we first went in and Tony started yelling at me for helping myself to water. I was not yelling at you. I said, I'm not sure that you're supposed to help yourself to that. There is a giant sign. But I don't look up. Oh, that's true. Okay, I'll give you that. There was a giant (laughs) sign that said help yourself... Well, I was worried about Matt because he was looking for water at the baseball field and he looked to see if the fountains were actually usable, which they weren't because of COVID. And I kind of figured that. But so as soon as I saw that and I saw a water help yourself station, I wanted to get him a glass of water. That's why I went over there and got it. Oh, and and then I took his. It's okay. He got some. We all four got some water. It was okay. He was being a gentleman. Ladies first. Yes. Then in regards to other beverages, though, the three of us tried something different. We all had a different beer. We did. I really enjoyed mine. What was the name of yours? Mine was the Shaxbury Vermonter. It was... It's like a cider beer. It's described as a dry gin botanical cider with juniper berries. You're getting into the gin. I I really liked it. <laughs> you did like it. And then Paul got, do you know? 
What he got? I don't remember what he got. I didn't. I think he got the pale ale. It was good. It was decent. And then he, he enjoyed it. Yeah, he liked it. We all got the kind that we like. And then I got evil motives. Oh yeah, I got evil motives, which was a double IPA. And we all three tried each other's, and we all three preferred the one that we had respectively ordered. Absolutely, we did. I do love a good double IPA. It was a good double IPA. Very happy, very citrusy, refreshing summer day beer. Yours was probably refreshing to your Mine taste. was very refreshing. Yeah. You could definitely taste the berries. It's It was sweet. Mm-hmm. I know you so like your sweet I, drinks. Yes, I like the sweet <laughs> drinks. I don't like sweet food. We Heidi's the opposite. Every, every episode we say yes. So, but speaking of us being opposite, we ordered the exact same sandwich. We did. <laughs> Which was like a roast beef sandwich. It was. With kettle chips. Yes. And it was very good. Mm-hmm. It was big. Paul and I shared the roast beef yes. sandwich. And then he got a corn dog and we shared the corn dog. Yes. <laughs> I actually made a bet with Matt the day before. It didn't really pan out to any kind of bet but i was like how much you want to bet this is what your dad's gonna order so he was looking specifically on the menu yesterday i don't know if you noticed he's like you already ordered the nachos you are what do you think it is that i'm gonna order and then he's like oh the corn dog (laughs) (laughs) so we split the corn dog and the i didn't even see the corn dog how did you not see the corn dog? Yes, you did. You commented about us splitting it. I probably commented about it after you ordered it, but I don't remember. Oh, on the menu. I thought you meant seeing it. Menu. I thought you meant seeing it at the table. It no. was in this. It was in the appetizers. You know oh. why you didn't see it on the menu because you saw pretzel and yeah. you were done. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, there it is. That's what I'm ordering. There you go. There's. I mean, what else is necessary? And I did tell Matt that the day before, too. I was like, Tony's going to get the pretzel. Your dad's going to order this. So that's where it was on the menu. It wasn't a meal. It was an appetizer. Which I don't understand why it's an appetizer, because it was one corn dog. It's not like it was little corn dogs that you could split, like the minis. Well, but when when Paul got it, you were like, I think you're going to need to get another corn dog. I know. (laughs) So that's why it's an appetizer. (laughs) And they, they came with, so the pretzel and the corn dog came with the ground mustard that I love, like the beer. With honey mustard. Made out of beer. Yes. And mustard seed. Delicious. I tried it again. I didn't like it. I don't know why you keep trying it. We know. I When it came down, I said, Tony, this is the mustard you don't like. <laughs> I, I, you know why? Because I always try stuff. You never know when you're going <laughs> to. Decide that you like it. Yes. (laughs) Taste buds change. I guess. But. Heidi's the complete opposite. She will not try anything. I don't want to try anything. No, No. I know. That's why I wanted to do the year of yes. And when we talked about the year of yes, I specifically talked about with food. Because I am really like weird about trying new food. Like mm, probably not. Yeah. I'll try anything. Yeah. Once. And I will chew it up and swallow I, I don't. I won't do that. The only thing that I've ever had to spit out was sushi. We went for sushi this weekend. And speaking of Matt, <laughs> I did ask him if it was okay to talk to talk about him in this episode. He 
wanted to get sushi for dinner. And I was skeptical because I'm like, well, we've taken you for sushi for dinner before. Typically, you don't like it. We have to get you something else on the menu, which isn't a big deal. But he was specifically like, he's like, no, I want to try it. And he ate sushi with us. We went and we just ordered sushi rolls. We didn't order anything else. And he actually ate it with us. And he tried all three rolls that we ordered. So he's actually maturing way more than I am in my old age. And this at this brewery, he ordered a grilled cheese sandwich. And I was giving him a hard time about that, too. I was like, it's made with Gouda. Do you see there's red peppers on there? As if he can't read for himself. Right. He can. Right? And he's. I just want to point out to everybody, he's not a child. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's a, a grown man at this point, right? And then I'm like... I mean, it's not cheese on bread, like American cheese on bread. I I was wrong about him. I thought he was going to get just a cheeseburger because this man is a carnivore. He eats, like if there's a sandwich, one of the restaurants we've gone to before has like a burger plus pulled pork plus bacon plus, I don't know, you know, like the plethora of meats on bun. That's him. Meat on bun. That's, you know, what he likes. So he ordered a grilled cheese with weird sauce on it. It it had baba ganoush, it had peppers on it, and it had gouda cheese. And none of us knew what baba ganoush was. And I wouldn't tell them until after it was eaten. But he ate his sandwich. I was shocked. He did. It it looked good. I actually did have a little piece of it. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed it. I I would order that. So what is baba ganoush? It's eggplant. Mm. It's basically ground up eggplant with seasonings, of course. Oh. Well, I'm glad I ordered what I ordered. <laughs> and she refused to taste the grilled cheese. Yeah. Just because I told her what baba ganoush was. Yeah. Once she told me what it was, I was done with the trying. <laughs> I know. It's a problem with me. This is why I need to broaden my horizons. Look, I do not like eggplant. I don't like baba ganoush by itself. Mm. But on that sandwich, it was good. It was very artisan-esque. Yes. Anyways, it was good. He got chips too, I think. Yes. Okay. So none of us had any healthy side. We were talking about our high cholesterol at dinner. (laughs) And the fact that I can't get my medication right now. Anyways... (laughs) So, so when I'm eat- dead, when I'm dead, everybody, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing at Noble Beast Brewing Company, they do last call trivia on Tuesdays. They do discounted wings, all flavors and special flavor of the week, all day Wednesday. And check out our rotating weekend specials, including Sasha's Famous Desserts. But yeah, so they do uh, some fun stuff like that at the Noble Beast. And we should probably talk about parking. So we did street parking. Because on the weekends, it's free. Right. So this place is located on Lakeside Avenue. Across the street from the FBI building. Yes. Which we decided to turn around in their parking lot. Well, I asked all three of you. I said, what is that building? It so looks we're very being official. monitored now. It looks very, very official. And nobody told me what it was. So well, because it's all gated. They have a gar- armed guard at the gate. 
Yeah. It's it's all gated. Like, you can't get past. There's a parking lot that we turned around in. I used it as a you, turnaround. You're not getting through that parking lot. I used it's it an as an iron a, gate. I used it as a turnaround. So we're being I monitored. didn't realize there would be a we're man. We're being recorded right now. I didn't realize there would be a man in the booth. And I hope he is recording and listening. <laughs> we're talking about our podcast. We need more listeners. <laughs> So put it there, FBI. <laughs> Don't do that to the <laughs> FBI. Well, listen, they could listen to our podcast during their stakeouts. They could. Yeah. Or maybe they're listening to the people that they need to listen to during the stakeouts. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> well, you know. Anyways. So then we left the Noble Beast Brewing Company. To go get ice cream. Yes, we went to Rosati's for their salted caramel Flavor of the day ice cream. That's what you got, isn't it? Salted caramel? Yes. Yes. It was really hot and it was melty and I had to eat it quick. Now I'm like craving it now. You probably could go get some. We have some in the freezer. We actually went the day before for their pineapple coconut flavor. And we got a, a pint of Girl Scout cookie or something. While we were there. Well, I saw that like every Wednesday in June mm-hmm. is like a malted. Yeah, they do the malted a lot. <sighs> yes. I'm I'm getting some of that. Okay. So they have like flavors of the day. Let me just tell you. They have a calendar you can get emailed to you every month. Oh, you can. Yeah. So Heidi's obsessed with this place and I... I am too, but Heidi lives right down the street. Yeah. So I had never been there before. You are, you and I went last summer. That's the first time I ever went. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I thought you were having a brain moment. No, that, that was the first time I went was that, that time. And then like you were telling me all about these other flavors that you were getting. (laughs) And I was like, I have to go. Well, I got hip to it at the end of last year, and that's when they were doing these pumpkin flavors. Yeah. That's that's why I was like, oh, my God, I got to go try. So, and they did, that's when they did, there is another flavor that they do that's a pineapple coconut. So, I went and I got the pineapple coconut, and I thought, I was like, oh, this is my favorite. This is the best flavor I've ever had. <laughs> And then they had this ginger snap pumpkin. Oh, well, that was the best flavor I ever had, too. It was like a, it literally was like pumpkin pie with a ginger snap in it. So I brought it home and Paul started putting whipped cream on Oh, my God. So I had like pints of that in the freezer. And the lemon, too. And then one day they had lemon on the sign. So it was like it was like lemon meringue pie. So let me just tell you, I pulled up and I this is how, remember my mouth we, is watering. Remember how I was saying how weird I am about food? So I literally eat lemon flavored anything. Yes. Like I go to Panera now just for the lemon cookie. I make lemon drop martinis. I send Paul like lemon chicken flavored recipes. So I saw lemon on the sign and I was like, I don't know, lemon ice cream is weird. So I was like, I'm just going to try it because it's lemon. I feel like I have to try it. So there was a lady in front of me and she was like, I'm so excited you have lemon back. And she's like, I need like a large lemon cone. And I was like, 
I don't think I'm going to commit to a large. Who wants lemon ice cream? <laughs> so I said, I go, I'm just going to get a small, please. So I go and I sit in my car. <laughs> and I waited for all the cars around me to have left. And I went back up to the window. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to need that in a quart. <laughs> And that was like the best flavor I've ever had. I was like, holy cow, that was so good. So the other night, Paul and I had date night. I was so excited about this date night because we were going to see Top Gun Maverick. We had bought our tickets in advance. So I, I was hyping it up all week. I'm like, listen, the day of our date night is mint Oreo. Ooh. I know. And I was like, so what our plan is, is we're going to go to the movie and then we're going to come home and we're going to get mint Oreo on the way home. But sad to say, Rosati closes at nine and we were driving by at 920. It was closed. (laughs) And I went the next day to see if I could get it in the pint, they must have ran out of that mint Oreo pretty quick. So I've not gotten the mint Oreo. I'm very devastated about it. They're going to have it again, I think. I know. <laughs> so. I, I'm pretty sure I saw it on the June calendar. <laughs> so anyways, but what I did see, like I said a few minutes ago, what I did see was a Girl Scout cookie one. And I'm like, what is the Girl Scout cookie? Because you can only get... You can only get chocolate, vanilla, or the flavor of the day. But in the quartz and the pints, they put any of that flavor of the day so that you can get that in that way. But you can't get that in a cone. Like if you're going today, you can't get a cone of what yesterday's was. But you can get it in the quarter of the pint. So I said, well, what is the Girl Scout cookie? And they only have certain ones of those listed. You have to like look at their list of what's available in a quart and what's available in a pint. Yeah. And she said it's like a, it's like the mint, thin mints. It's Ooh. I think it's chocolate ice cream with thin mints. I'm not sure if it's vanilla or chocolate. I haven't busted into it yet, but I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna need that <laughs> plus the pineapple coconut flavored ice cream that you have. But they also do, they do Twisters, which are like the blizzards, and they do Sundays, and they do... um, Shakes. Oh, yeah, the shakes. Thank you. I'm like, I think there's something else that they do there, too. Yeah. And they've got the waffle cones that are plain. Waffle cones are dipped in chocolate, and waffle cones are dipped in chocolate with sprinkles. Yes. And you have sprinkles in your teeth. I did. <laughs> so I always And we get, all had ice cream on our shirts. And yes, because it melts fast. It do- well, it's it's been so hot lately. I know. So I order, I always just get a small, and but they always give you more than what I think is small. I get the small in the waffle cone, and you got to eat it quickly. It's so good. Yeah. If you haven't been to Rosati's, go. It's in Macedonia. Yes. On Route 82. Yep. Aurora Road, I believe, yes, is what it is, and there's always a line, so be prepared, especially is, on. But the there's good a reason days. there's always a line. Oh yeah, but they take care of you pretty quickly. It's it's they it's, do. They have a system. It's fast paced. Right. They they're very nice there. Oh yeah. And it's it's very good ice cream. It's very good. 
Check it out. It's actually custard. It is custard, yes. Not ice cream. Frozen custard. Yes. But it is good. It's very flavorful, so. When I was growing up, we had, it's still operational today, but there's a place where I grew up where I think that they have more flavors now, my mom said, but it was the same thing when I was growing up. You did vanilla, chocolate, and the flavor of the day. Yeah. You know, it's nostalgic, too. Yes. There's no bathroom at that place. You got to just kind of get your custard and eat it there and then go home. Or get a quart or a pint and go home. Yeah. I always have wet, the like wet wipes, like the little package of. Uh, That's a good idea yeah. to, to carry with you. They have napkins, but yeah, you get sticky. You do get sticky. So anyways, but yeah, that's where we went for dessert and it was a great day. We had, we, the four of us had fun. We did. We had a really good time. Even Matt and Paul said last night, they were like, yeah, that was a pretty good place that we went to. Yeah. Yeah. I I had a really good time. Right. I did too. We it learned a lot. It got my mind off of things. You know, I've been having a rough week and it, it really took my mind off of things and it was I really, podcast day. really enjoyed myself. It's it's always good. It's always good. And we always learn something new. Absolutely. Yeah. And I like I was saying to you and Paul yesterday, I said, you know, this place has been here for five years talking about the brewing company, Noble Beast. And, you know, I just was that was my first time there. So, again, it's good that we're getting out there and we're experiencing these things. Yeah. Right. And, and having fun. Yes. I really, I always enjoy it. Me too. I love podcast days. All right. Well, this was another fun adventure. Very fun. Yes. Check it out. Check out both places. All three places. Yes, please do. Mm-hmm. And as always, thanks for listening. Until next time. Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland was created and produced by Heidi Johnson and Tony Gambino. Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next. Or, if you're a local business and you would like us to visit and share our experience, please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the content creators and not the business, organization, affiliates, or their employees. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. All rights reserved.